Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Turning to entertainment news. This is a My Talk Dirt Alert. Everything you need to know from the world of entertainment and pop culture. Heard at the top of every hour on My Talk 1071. And, and what have you learned? Learned. Denise learned, Richards learned. wants to get out of the spotlight. She's the latest Hollywood star who wants to move to Montana with her family. In fact, I think she still wants to be on the show. Montana. She wants to let everyone know she's going to keep her home in L.A. so she can still be on the show and be considered a housewife, I'm sure. She posted on Instagram that she ideally wants to live on a ranch. And are you going to do ranching? Hate to be so cynical here, but... (laughs) You know what is actually ranching, like raising you, animals. Yeah, yeah raising like animals, raising stuff, cattle, yeah. getting on a horse. Oh, that's hot. It is cattle hot. rustling. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy. Okay. Well, this is not hot. Chloe uh, Kardashian may be giving Tristan Thompson another chance. Uh, he's been oh, in the doghouse no. for allegedly cheating uh, with her family friend Jordan Woods, and then before that, he was hooking up with two other women. So basically, twice this guy's been caught cheating. She needs um, a better picker. She does. Now, I will say they have a daughter together named True. Um, it was revealed on the latest episode that Tristan has been giving Chloe jewelry. And we all know that how he gushes about her on her Instagram page and everyone, like, there'll be like a hundred thousand comments that say leave her alone. <laughs> it's just uh... pretty extreme. The public's like, no, you don't get to have her. She is too good for you so i'm so uh, ultimately they do have a kid together so that's except you're not like teaching your kid the right thing if you're just a doormat either so that's true hello sometimes (laughs) you gotta cut the cord and be a good co-parent period and move on that's right Okay, um, so the chicken sandwich battle, you know. Oh, Popeyes oh, and Chick fil A. Yes. Okay, well, McDonald's is trying to get in on this. They have, uh, they're trying out a new chicken sandwich. It's going to be available in Houston and Knoxville for a limited time during their trial period. I'm so over these stupid, inflated, hyped up, weird chicken sandwiches that aren't even good and people wait in line. Yeah, Sorry, I mean, somebody Dom. died over one. <laughs> I it's don't mean to true. laugh, but they really did. Yes, I really. don't want that on my obit. I'm sorry. Somebody got in a fight. They went outside, and somebody got stabbed to death. That wasn't in Minneapolis, oh. but it did happen about a month ago. So, yikes! Yes, I don't know. please don't stab people over chicken. It's not even that I, good. I can't believe you just had to say that. 
<laughs> Stephanie, could you please develop her, your own version of this that people can make at home so they don't stab someone for it? Yes, I'm okay. gonna. Well, McDonald's, um, this, it has, it looks like it has a fried chicken filet, pickles, a buttered potato bun. There you go, mayo. You can get lettuce and tomato if you want. Oh, yeah. my goodness. Uh, yeah. All right. Sorry to end the dirt alert on such a bad. No, it's just. <laughs> <laughs> what can I tell you? Do you like good. a like? Do you ha- do you like a good chicken sandwich? I do, but I I don't. I'm not gonna. I've never had a Popeyes one. I'm not gonna wait in line for that. I just. I'm not gonna kill someone to over it. <laughs> there's other things to eat out there. We're a very rich country. We can get anything yes. we want. So, all right. That's the latest dirt. You can find more at mytalk1071.com. Dirt alerts at the top of every hour and at 820, 1220, and 520 on My Talk 1071. Hey, girl, hey. Hey, girl, hey. Welcome to the 8 o'clock and final hour of Jason and Alexis in the morning on My Talk 1071. I'm Jace with Don McClain and December's very special fill in, Stephanie Hansen. I'm like a very special episode. You're oh, like man. Heather Locklear, your special <laughs> guest star on Melrose yes. Place. Yeah. 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 Why? Well, Julia, because she's here all month. Why? That's why. Yeah. Why? Because we love her, Julia. Why? Because she's Stephanie. That's why. why. Yeah. <laughs> I hear that in my head. Like Julia sometimes, saying why? Yes. yes. Why? <laughs> I did the show with her yesterday afternoon. At one point, I looked over. You did her show too. I did. Oh my! God, you were a my talk whoer yesterday. Yes, I was. You were a little streetwalker yesterday. Well, you went to the Jason show and did that too. My yeah. God, well, that's true. I uh, I hooked myself yesterday. <laughs> Sometimes when you come in and you're going to do the show with her, like there's paper all over the desk, and it's a double yeah. wide desk, so it's like six feet of papers. And she'll look at me and she goes. I, I'm having a hard time focusing today. <laughs> like, oh, oh, God. No. Oh, no. It's going to be one of those days. But it's always fun. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I looked over. She had like a hat on, sunglasses, her <laughs> headphones, and was like adjusting some shirt under her sweater. She looked oh. like a just flat out crazy person. <laughs> and Rick Nelson, the Star Tribune critic, was sitting in here with me. And I looked over at him, and I could just like read his mind, like, "What's going on over there?" Yeah, <laughs> what's happening? What's uh, what's happening? Oh, Julia, it was we why? We because Julia, you're just so sweet. She you is really and funny. Yes, God, and she very makes you funny. laugh. I know. <laughs> That's right, Julia. Julia, did you have fun with Stephanie yesterday? <laughs> okay. Uh, coming up on 808. Now, I'll get to the Dwayne Wade story in just a second. But now that you mentioned Rick Nelson and we talked about uh, food and the dirt alert, I, I have to ask you, Steph, because I meant to do this earlier. The uh, Star Tribune um, had an article yesterday. Speaking of the great Rick Nelson, here's a headline. Minneapolis ranks among the best food cities in the world, according to top chefs. Did this surprise you, Steph? No. Uh-uh. Uh, Daniel Blude, who is a, he's got a restaurant in New York called Daniel's, and he's a big time chef, was saying just what a great scene he thinks that we have here. He specifically called out Young Joni with Ann Kim. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He called out Jamie Malone at Grand Cafe. He also called out John Krause, who's our friend, who is this super talented baker who owns Patisserie 46. Mm-hmm. Um, also Rose Street Patisserie in St. Paul. 
And he, of course, called out Gavin Kaysen from Spoon and Stable. Of course. Okay. Um, I'm sorry. You know what? I love, I love Gavin. No, I, that sounded really bitchy. I love, I, that sounded really bitchy. But I think even Gavin would agree. It's obviously he's good. I'm just like, spread the wealth, uh, food writers. They're, Gavin isn't. No, and I mean this. It's not a knock. I love Gavin. I think he's great. But. There are other great chefs in the city, and and sometimes I think Gavin's uh, takes the oxygen out of the room and doesn't leave uh, the food writers ignore other great people that we have in this market. Would you not agree, Steph? Yeah, I I think he did something. I mean, because he was a wildly successful chef in New York, yes. where let's face it. If you're in New York, you think you've invented everything, you are everything, and there's no life outside of your borough. So he then came back to the Twin Cities to, you know, build an empire here, and that's not Mm -hmm. done very often. Most people leave here to do something somewhere else, and he was like, no, I'm going to go home, and I'm going to do this in my hometown. And so I think that's part of the story. Um, And he's a wonderful, wonderful chef. He is. I love him. But there are a lot of good chefs here, for sure. Yes, that's all that I meant. I do not want my words being taken. I love Gavin. He's a sweet guy, and he is he deserves the attention. My point is, I I, I want other people to be recognized too because we have a lot of great we have a lot of great uh, patisserie chefs in the city. Oh heck yeah, Adrian heck yeah. Uh, I know a, I know a lady named Adrian Odom very That's well right. who who is phenomenal and doesn't always get the credit she deserves. There's a new place too that I don't know if people know about it. It's um his name is Mark Hugh. I'm not sure I'm saying it right. It's H E U and he has a new patisserie in St. Paul on University Avenue that is just people are crazy about it. Uh, and Kim, my talkers, obviously owner of uh, uh, Hello Pizza, Pizzeria <laughs> Lola, and Young Joni. I was cracking up. I walked by iBob's, and and full disclosure, and as a friend of mine, a friend of Steph's, I walked by iBob's of the Mall of America, and there's this big stanchion, you know, with you know, with a model on it, modeling their glasses. It it's was Ann Kim. Yeah, they and, have a whole maker campaign of Minnesota makers that I are know. wearing their glasses. I was just like, I walked by and I'm like, oh my goodness, her face was like giant. And I texted her, I'm like, really, girl? You're everywhere. Yeah. And she starts laughing. And I walked in the iBob store because that's where I get my glasses. And I know that staff there. And I said, I go, hello, I'm wearing them too. And they start laughing. (laughs) Like, I'm wearing iBobs too. They have Doug Flicker, who's another (laughs) famous chef. Yeah, it's cool. It's so cool. I so Anne looks so beautiful. So anyway, another good Minnesota company, the iBobs. So eight eleven. Uh, so congratulations to Anne and Jamie and uh, Gavin and everyone featured in this. And they're right. I'm a, I you know uh, I have a lot of people in my life. Stephanie's one of them in the food business in the city, and we are very lucky. My talkers, you know, when you come into the cities, just know we're no longer flyover country. In the food scene. And uh, I love that we're celebrated. I would like to reveal that if I could eat out for every meal and afford that, I would. I do. (laughs) (laughs) Do you? No, but almost. I mean, I eat out a lot. Yeah. Basically, I pay uh, this radio station to work here (laughs) (laughs) with my food bill, my liquor bill, too. I'm not going to lie.
Um, oh, that's fun that I didn't know that you like to eat out, Don. Oh my gosh, I love it. I think it's because we didn't do it a lot growing up. I didn't, mm-hmm. we didn't so either. We never went anywhere. Treat. Yeah. You know, my mom would get a coupon and we would go to like Captain D's. And I would, <laughs> I know this is like not on the level of, you know, eating out nice, but it was like I would get my little piece of fish and I would get to put malt vinegar on it. I mean, or we would go to McDonald's and I would have half a happy meal. It was split between my sister and I. Oh. Yeah. So going out to eat is special. Yeah. I wish I could do it all yes. the time. We would get Shakey's Pizza on like random Sundays, like once a year. Yeah. It's, like, it's a big oh, deal. Pizza. We would go to Mr. Steak when I was oh, a kid. Oh, yeah. It was a huge deal. Yeah. <laughs> that was the one tradition. That's where my love of eating, uh, going out to eat became. My mom and my dad had one tradition in their marriage. And they would go out to eat every Friday night for a date night, and oh, that's, that's when cool. I, yeah, I like and that's, that idea, yeah, and that's when I went out. So they would go and they would drop me off at Grandma Mazak's, my mom's mom, to watch Dallas. So that's where my love of Dallas oh, came from. Oh, that's funny. Yeah. So and what they did would you take, get to eat? Thank you for asking. <laughs> <laughs> she would. They would take me to Long John Silver's. <laughs> Yes, Aaron, Captain Seafood. Yeah, and I got the treasure chest meal, yes. the treasure chest meal, and I would get because I was a little fat kid. I would ask for extra crunchies because the extra crunchies were the little extra pieces oh, of dough that God. they fried at the yes. bottom of at the bottom of the boat, and I would ask for extra crunchies, and I would shovel those things into my mouth. Oh, I loved it. I loved it so much. Yes. Chicken planks. Yes, I'd cut a bitch for some chicken planks. Let me yes. tell you right now. Oh. So good. Now, I, if I eat any of that stuff now, I get a really bad belly ache. Like, I do too, but I don't care. I extra so crunchies. Yeah, and extra. the malt vinegar. Oh. Again, let Yum. me repeat. I'd cut a biatch for a chicken plank. <laughs> Those, they have the best chicken fingers ever. Long John Silvers? Oh, oh yeah. Long John the Silvers. Grease, the grease game oh. is great. Okay. I'm, I'm not religious, and but I do see <laughs> Jesus when I eat a chicken plank. <laughs> People get real funny, apparently, about chicken sandwiches and chicken fingers. Oh, yeah. Because people get real, those Cane's Cane's fried chicken fingers. Bradley loves Cane's. I've never been there. Now, Jason, let me ask you, in the treasure chest, do you get hush puppies in there? Girl, you get your... See, now this is is how little fat I was. So you get hush hush puppies and fries? Yeah, because the the fish, you get one little filet of fish, (laughs) and you get one chicken plank and then that sits on a bed of crunchies and a bed of french fries and yeah, you get it's a, all you get, fried the same grease too and you get two hush puppies but i was so fat i would add <laughs> i would have dark when i learned you could add chicken planks oh, i yeah. i had dar add two chicken planks so i had one piece of fish three chicken planks two hush puppies <laughs> yeah eggs, Extra crispies and a big old thing of fries. Yep. Oh. What did you wash oh. it down with? A root beer? Yeah. <laughs> or cream soda? Yeah. Now, do you? Would you still love to eat that meal? Oh, if I could, oh, yes. Yeah. I But. N- Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. 
Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Now, at 45, I would look at it and gain seven pounds. I know. But- Doesn't that suck? And then I don't I know sit- if it tastes the same either. It does taste the same. <laughs> How dare you? Yeah. It does. It just sounded like Darth Vader. <laughs> <laughs> it oh. does. And then I'd sit there and watch Dallas while eating my my 4,000 calorie meal. <laughs> right. Yeah. You were oh. in heaven. Oh. I was in heaven. My favorite show and my favorite meal and my favorite my favorite lady, my grandma. And uh, mm. yeah, oh, I was a happy kid girl on Fridays. Oh, yeah. That was a really funny five minutes of you describing that in detail. <laughs> I'm, I'm so not glad I asked. It was my favorite. <laughs> oh, yeah. oh, Long John Silver's mm. is life, girl. Let me tell you. <sighs> 816, we're going to take a break. When we come back, the Dirt Alert with Elizabeth Reese. This is a My Talk Dirt Alert. Welcome back. Jason and Alexis in the morning on My Talk 1071. Everything entertainment, everything Darth Vader. Yes. I'm Jace with Don McLean and Stephanie Hansen, and now Elizabeth Reese is here to get us caught up with the entertainment headlines. Hi, friends. How are you? Good. How are you? Good. Really good. You know, just enjoying the day so far, I think. (laughs) Good, good. (laughs) It's only a Tuesday. I know. This is the time of day on Tuesday. You're still a little optimistic. You just don't know how the rest of the week is going to go, but we'll see. I'm sure it'll be good. Yeah. It'll be great because it's you're in it. Oh, that's so sweet. You know, more and more celebrities are throwing their support behind Gabrielle Union. And that's where I want to start this morning. And uh, Sharon Osbourne talking about her own experience on America's Got Talent following Gabrielle Union's departure. Um, now, she says everybody's experience on a show is different. But I was at the show for six years and I didn't get let go. And she said um, that it wasn't the show itself that pushed her to leave, but it was the network, NBC. This is what Sharon Osbourne said. I left, and that's the truth. I left because of NBC, not because of the show. I had my own problems with the network. I don't know about any of her concerns about the show. She's talking about Gabrielle Union's issues. She said, obviously, there wasn't anybody of color on the panel when I was there, so I honestly can't say, but when I was there, it was a great show to work on. The crew and everybody was amazing to me. Everybody except the network. Oh, okay. And who, Jace, when they say stuff like that, who is the network? Is it like the higher up guys? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Typically it is. So they'll have, you know, they've got their whole team that works specifically on that show. Sure, sure, sure. But then there's the whole, the the network that's running everything and yes. all the shows. Uh, Eva Longoria doing the same thing, slamming NBC as she supports Gabrielle Union after this um, firing. She is calling for NBC to fix its toxic workplace culture. And um, problem. she said it is time for NBC. This is what Eva Longoria wrote on Instagram. Um, it is time for NBC to commit to long term concrete action to fix its toxic workplace culture and ensure safety and equity for all its workers. 
add your name through Time's Up now, their Instagram story. Um, and then she wrote hashtag Time Up on the imbalance of power. And what she was doing was posting and sharing a Time's Up petition calling for NBC to make some major changes. Is the same president and leadership there that has been there since the Matt Lauer days? Yes. Well, and then he, because the, but the, then there's also the head of news, which is news, different, yes. right? Andy Lack. Yeah. Yeah, so it's a little, the, the boss's staff are a little different. Obviously, the people at the top, top, tippy top are the same. But the the possible kind of Mervy Purvies that, uh, the, the Mervy Purvy bosses that are still getting incoming fire, uh, they are actually in the news department. Um, they're the ones that people are questioning, well, how can you, how can you really change the culture if the people at the top that still allow this to happen are still there. 100%. You're in charge. You're the top. Yeah, and this culture has been going on for decades. I mean, yes. I, you know, this is nothing new about NBC. NBC has taken criticism for so long. I mean, look at how they handled particularly women and their exits from the Today Show were handled, I mean, two words, everybody, Deborah Norville. Can we talk about that? I mean, yeah. all of these stories of just how poorly things have been handled and um and they and and a lot of these people are calling for this culture of protecting really powerful inappropriate men and giving men so much power and um and so you've just created this totally toxic workplace environment in which anything goes for certain people prince andrew yeah there you go yeah yeah so anywho interesting but it's interesting that um gabrielle union i think has been, um, she's done a perfect job in how she's handled this. Yes. I mean, in terms of like, let's do a public relations analysis. It's been perfect because yeah. she hasn't done any sort of like, um, you know, it's, this is the tough part about being a woman when you're talking about issues is it's very easy to go into the land of, oh, well, she's just upset or she's just emotional or blah, blah, blah. And it has been handled to perfection. There yep. can be no accusations of that with her. Uh, Britney Spears and her ex-husband, Kevin Federline, do not have much of a relationship other than co-parenting. I bet there's a lot of exes that are like this. Probably, yeah. They don't talk much unless it's regarding their children. Um, but Us Weekly saying that uh, they're cordial, but they don't do very much as a family. Um, but they do work together to make sure that their boys are handled. That they're either with their mom or their dad. Very rarely both parents Brittany is seeing the boys. Um, she was just saw the boys yesterday for her birthday and was excited to have dinner and celebrate with them. But they definitely don't have like a traditional mother-son relationship. It's weird that they just said they don't do much as a family. When you're divorced, you're not a family. <laughs> right. So I don't like, it feels like this is almost like Brittany shaming again. There is, this is sort of like that, but there is that Hollywood trend of, you know, the conscious uncoupling and like we go on vacation, like look at Gwyneth and Chris Martin. That's so rare. And Gwyneth There's like two people Dakota that do that. And that whole thing. Yeah. Yeah. And that's goop. That's, yeah. yeah. That's a lucky situation. And sometimes it's better, you know, look, if you can't get along and all you do is bicker, it's better probably to be very separate and only deal with each other, maybe through intermediates or lawyers, rather than be together and bicker in front of the children, you know? Yeah, there's often a reason why you're not together. <laughs> yeah. And there's a fine line between love and hate, my friends. The queen, Elizabeth, will not make Charles Prince Regent when she turns 95, is what a royal source is um, telling Vanity Fair. And uh, she has no plans to make Prince Charles Prince Regent. And insiders are saying that report sounds more like a plot line 
from the crown. So there's lots of speculation that the queen wants to hand over power at the age of 95. But inside sources are saying, no, Queen Elizabeth has no intention of stepping down when she turns 95, despite these reports. Can you skip Prince Charles and go right to Prince William? I don't think so. Okay. Good He's been waiting his whole life. I know. Girl, it's not Lassie. I mean, what do you mean? It's from- Can you skip? You don't like Prince Charles? Well, he's fine. He's just kind of boring. So I was wondering, like, could they just move past? Oh, no. I think Prince William is probably like, Dad, take it on for as long as you possibly can. Sure. I mean, nobody really wants to be the king or the queen. Right. You Aww. know, we all watched The Crown. Boy, I haven't started season three yet. I'm really looking forward to that. It's really good. Yeah. You can um, wrap presents while you watch. Uh, that sounds really nice. Okay, you guys. <laughs> this went well. I think this was good. I think this was <laughs> a successful dirt alert. How the rest of the day is going to go, I feel it's okay. Gonna, yep. You should feel good. <laughs> uh, really quickly, new episode of your podcast. Tell folks. Oh, my gosh. Marjorie and I go crazy talking about kindness with our kids. We, oh. It's out today. It's brand new. Thanks, friends. You're welcome, friend. And you can also watch Elizabeth on Twin Cities Live today at 3. We'll be back with Mind Meld and my Dwayne Wade story next. Welcome back, Jason and Alexis, in the morning on my Talk 1071. Everything entertainment. Everything bottled water. I'm Jace with Dawn and Stephanie Hansen. Thanks for being here. Thanks for having us. Thanks for listening. Well, yeah. Uh, it is 833. So Dwayne Wade is my favorite person of the week. Not that we we've talked a lot about his uh, about his wife. I think they're married, uh, Gabrielle Union. But now I want to say way to go, Dwayne. He's a former Miami Heat player, and he spoke out on Twitter because of some quote post Thanksgiving hate. Over a pair of family pics that uh, his wife, Gabrielle, posted on Instagram. They were celebrating Thanksgiving. So in these pics, um, Gabrielle's there with Dwayne, their daughter, and Wade's second youngest kid, Zion, who can be seen in the photo resting a hand on Dwayne's shoulders, on his on his uh, shoulder, on his dad's shoulders. And he has long nails and is wearing a slightly cropped top. Well, in response, and you know where this is going, you can imagine some of the ignorant responses that Dwayne got for this photo directed at his son. Um, some people saying that he needs to teach his son how to dress like a man. Ugh. I know. I just I say that, and I what get a little. What does that mean? Yeah, I I get a little spit up in my mouth. Um, And that one is one of the more mild ones. Um, People were just flat out ignorant with Dwayne and his son. And Dwayne responded perfectly. And I mean, really, really well. He said, uh, my my as a parent. Uh, My only goal is that my kids feel that I see them, that I love them, and I support them. And he said he he was setting the example of a black father loving and accepting their children as they are. Um, And I was like, you go. Because I can't begin to tell Dwayne and all the ignorant people out there that feel the same way 
how truly powerful this is and how this will stick with this young man for the rest of his life. And that is not an exaggeration because I can tell you from personal experience as a, as a guy that's in his forties, how I will never, ever, ever forget. And I tell the story sometimes to the studio audience when I do a Q and a at the Jason show, my mom and my grandma Mazek and I, my grandma's the one that I just referred to. She's the one that meant the world to me. And we watched Alice together. My grandmother really was the first person who, as a child, I recognized um, her heart let me be exactly who I was. She never tried to mold me or bend me uh, to some um, societal uh, uh Uh, guideline of what a little boy should be. And what I mean by that is uh, my mom and my grandma would sometimes do little shopping trips on a Friday to a a store called Zare. It was similar to Target back in the 80s. And uh, she would let me skip school sometimes um, like once a year and we would do a little shopping trip together. That's fun. And (laughs) while I was at Zare, uh, it was during the Cabbage Patch Kid uh, phenomenon. And I really wanted a Cabbage Patch Kid. I wanted to have a baby. And my mother really didn't want me to have one, not because she was ignorant or didn't want me to be me, but she knew that my father would have a fit. And as my boss, Ted Canova, would say, it wasn't a hill that she wanted to die on, necessarily. Mm -hmm. And I don't blame my mom for that. But this one shopping trip in particular, my grandmother um, saw me kind of tear up and not in a bratty way. I mean, now that I, and I've filled in the blanks of the story with my mom, I wasn't pouting or slamming, you know, because I was like, I deserve this, but I just didn't understand why I couldn't have one. Um, and my grandmother was not happy because my mom was basically saying it was because of my dad. And, uh, I saw my grandmother pull my mom away and they got along. I mean, they were as close as a mother and daughter could be. And I saw my grandmother kind of pointing in my mom's face of like, and my grandmother wheeled the cart back over to me. And she goes, Jason, which one would you want? And I said, that one right there. And she grabbed it and she put it in the cart and we drove home. And we didn't really talk a lot um, in that drive home. And we, we got home and I saw my dad's car in the driveway and I, my whole stomach kind of flipped. I remember just being really uncomfortable. And my grandmother looked. I'm in the back seat, obviously. She turned away and she goes, you stay right here. And she looked at my mom and she goes, don't get out. You stay right here. And my grandmother walked in the house and we had a big picture window. And my dad was sitting in the living room. I could see him. I could see his outline watching TV. And my grandmother went in there. And I saw the same same finger wagging in his face that she wagged in my mom's face. And I could kind of guess what the conversation was like. And she comes back out in her little Datsun. My grandma drove a Datsun. She drove, uh, came out and she goes, okay, Jason, go in the trunk. She goes, this is your Christmas present for me. Um, she was go ahead and go on in and she was have fun with your doll, sweetheart. And she kissed me on my forehead and I walked in and my dad did not say a word. And I got to tell you, that was my grandmother gave me a lot of gifts, but that was one of the greatest gifts that she ever gave me was the ability to just be myself. I wasn't harming anybody. I didn't kill anybody. It didn't, didn't bother anybody. And, um, yeah. And I think about that all the time. I do. I'm 45 and I still think of that. So, Dwayne, yes, way to go. 
Way to go, awesome. Dwayne. Your, your son will never forget that. Your son will never, ever, ever, when he Googles you 15 years from now, he will never forget the great gift that you gave him right there. So, yeah. Oh, I feel a little verklempt. That's yeah. so nice. Yeah. It's, it is. I mean, you, it's not woo-woo. It's the greatest gift you can give your kid is the ability, as Alexis would say, to, to, to live their truth and to be themselves. And my grandmother gave that to me. And, and then my mom changed. My mom got very forceful with my dad if he would ever roll his eyes. Kids see, you know, I, I know parents know this, but just keep that in mind. Kids see everything and they feel it. Even if they don't verbalize it in a moment, I knew my dad was embarrassed of me. I knew. I saw the eye rolls. I saw I saw the uncomfortableness. Kids compute all of that, and it sticks with them. And my mother held that back and let me play with that Cabbage Patch Kid in front of my dad. And, and you know, I turned out all right. You did? So, just saying. You did. Just Do you remember saying. what you named? What was the name of the Cabbage Patch Kid? Uh, yeah, um, uh, Keisha. Oh. Keisha. Yeah. Oh, uh, you got a little girl. I, I got you a little would get girl. A little boy. One. I got a no. It was a little Kusa. Uh, it was a um. It was a uh, pet. It was the it was the Cabbage Patch Kusa, yes. which was the the pet the the pet of the Cabbage Patch Kid, and I named her <laughs> Keisha. And uh, yeah, she was mine, and I loved her. Oh, I yeah. And I took care of her, and and I brought her, uh, much to the chagrin of my father, I brought her to restaurants, and uh, my I dad would... boys getting those. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, because yeah. it was such a big deal. And it's trying to find one. It's a huge deal. Yes. Trying to, like, Gosh. We were auctioning them off at the radio stations. And oh, yeah. Yes. I had a Mrs. Deal. Beasley, but that just shows you I'm old. <laughs> What, what the was, hell what, is that? Buffy and Mrs. Jody, that show Family Affair. Oh, yeah. And they <laughs> had Mrs. Beasley was Jody's or Buffy's dolly. And I had a Mrs. Beasley. And it looks like a grandma with grandma glasses. And Oh, my God. Like Alexis's grandma doll. Yeah. Trudy. It oh. does look like Trudy. <laughs> oh, seriously? It did look like Trudy? No, but kind of. Yeah. Ew. Because that's creepy. If you, girl, if you Google is... Mrs. Beasley, please do it, Chase, because you're just going to start laughing. Let me see. Hold on a minute. Yeah, please. Um, Mrs. Hold on a minute. And just Mrs. imagine little redheaded Beasley Stephanie doll. Hansen, who looked a little bit like Pippi Longstocking, always a little askew and kind of dirty with my oh. ponies. Mm-hmm. Ew! <laughs> Ooh. The oh. hell is this? Yeah. That oh. was Mrs. Beasley. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> Oh my gosh! You you could sell that for a hundred and ten dollars. Yes, right now I was on noticing eBay. that, Don. You could get a magnet oh, though for six ninety nine. That would have meant I would have had to like keep it for forty years. <laughs> this one in the packaging is two hundred and nineteen on eBay. Oh my goodness, oh, Mrs. Beasley! Wow. Okay. Um, really quick show meeting on the air, Don. Yeah. Um, Colin. Uh, speaking of uh, Colin earlier, uh, and needs more um, information. No. Um, uh, Don, will you please go into your Gmail and accept our invitation to connect with the two fairy godfathers on your My Disney Experience app? <laughs> yes. Thank you very much. <laughs> thank um, you. Thank you. Uh, because uh, we can't because of security settings. So if, if you could go into your Gmail, that would be oh, great. Okay. Yeah. So Colin can start adding you to the magic. Thank I, you. I'm doing it right now. Accept. 
Thank you. Colin, she did it. There we go. 843. <laughs> We're going to take a break. We'll be back right after these words. Welcome back, everybody. Jason and Alexis in the morning on My Talk 1071. Everything entertainment, everything canoe rides. I'm Jace with Dawn and Stephanie Hansen wrapping things up. Stephanie Hansen will be here through the month of December. Except for Mystery Date Fridays, <laughs> where we're going to get a knock on the door and there's going to be a mystery date. Will it be, what does the commercial say, a, a dud? Or a dud. A, yeah. This Friday will not be a dud. You'll see. We'll see who joins us uh, this coming Friday. But right now, hey, Don, should we play Mind Meld with Stephanie Hansen? Oh, yeah, I'd love to. I mean, Let's I think this will be fantastic. Absolutely. Now, do you know anything about this? Have you heard us play it before, I Stephanie? do. I have heard it, but I don't know if I remember. Okay, let me just describe it to you first. So I'm going to read a category. Then I'm going to do a three-second count. I'm going to say three, two, one. You're going to say hopefully the same thing at the same time. That's okay. the goal. So you're trying to link minds with Jason. Got it. Okay. Like Spock did with mind melding. Okay. Let me get my list out here. I already feel scared. You, do, you don't should. feel scared. I got, if you, I have to, I have to tell Alexis this. If you don't get it right, just say that's fine. Mentally move on. Okay. Mentally I'm move on. Another one right after. Okay. okay. So there's 10 here. Here we go. Okay. Maybe where's my intro? There's no open here anymore. While you're doing that, can I ask a question? Sure. Am I trying to think of what he would say or am I genuinely just saying the first thing that comes to my mind? What you're trying to say. Okay. Yes. Okay. Let's try this one. Oh my gosh. I don't know why that isn't working, but anyway. Wait, here, I'll try to play it. Where is it at? Well, it's on Dawn Wall. Dawn Wall. Let me get to it. (laughs) It's pink. Here we go. Want to play a game? It's a mind reading game. Here's how it works. Now, Jason and Stephanie are going to try to say the same thing at the same time after a three-second count. Are you ready? Okay, Jason, now there's one right below it. Are you ready, Steph? Yep. Here we go. Can you read these thoughts? I really want to get inside your head. See what you see. Know what you know. Are you thinking what I'm thinking? Waterfowl. Three, two, one. Loon. Pigeon. (laughs) Okay. Stephen King novel. Three, two, one. It, it. All right. Jason has a slight delay, by the way, so he hears it a few, half second later. Colorado Town. Three, two, one. Denver. Animal with spines. Three, two, one. Porcupine. Caribbean Island. Three, two, one. Irons. <laughs> Road in Minneapolis. Three, two, one. Pen and <laughs> Clear liquor. Three, two, one. Vodka. Vodka. <laughs> Girl's name that starts with M. Three, two, one. Mary. Mary. 80s band. Three, two, one. Duran Duran. Roses. Women's hairstyle. Three, two, one. Who fought? Goslin. Okay. <laughs> All right. That was the great. Turkey. You know, not bad. You got four out of ten. That's awesome. Okay, not bad. All yeah, right. I think that's pretty no. good. 
What's, are what are the normal statistics? Mm, depends uh, on what worse. kind of day they're having. Okay. Sometimes yeah. it's none. <laughs> none. Yeah. Sometimes it's one or two. I'm yeah. not kidding. Uh, you know, our show is all about you be you. Go out there and be yourself, kids. But can I just 20 seconds before Donna and Steve come in here? Yeah. Or no, they're on a remote, so they won't. Oh, yeah. Um, just an honest moment. Could I please, in the most polite way, truly you be you, but please, can we retire the Kate Goslin turkey butt haircut? Um, please. Oh. I, I still see people having, I see lovely ladies still doing it. I have to look and see what this is. It's the turkey butt. It looks like a turkey butt. Um, they they kind of rat it up behind, and it makes it look like a turkey butt. But Kate oh, Goslin had it. Oh, they have like it. the bump it. Kind of. Uh, yeah. So it's like kind of mounded up here. It's a and shorter then- hairstyle in the back than in the front. It's like... A, a bubble. Rever- averse mullet. Got it. Oh, it's like yeah. a bubble. Yeah. Yep. And Kate Goslin made it famous uh, like it like nine, ten years ago, and people are still doing it. And I, I it just kind of needs to go away. And and I see it all the time. And it's oh gosh. Oh yeah, it, now I'm seeing it. And yeah, yes. Okay. It barely looked good on her, you know, and it just needs to to kind of go away. People lock into styles. They do. And they I do. I had I know what I'm talking about. I've had the same Fisher Price hair for 50 years, but yeah. You have Playmobil hair. I do have or Playmobil Fisher hair. Price hair. You're right. Like where <laughs> yeah. it's like that hard cap. Yeah. It's softer now though, but yeah. I mean yeah, I don't put any yeah. So We have anyway. Ryan in here. Maybe he wants to say something real quick, do you? I'm just intruding on you guys listening oh, to hi. your stellar conversation cuz Donna and Steve won't be joining you today, but they'll be joining Wyzetta Cosmetic Surgery and Spa. Go see them for a Santa stop Ooh, for your toy. Thank awesome. you, Ryan. Bring your toy and get your Botox. That's Yay. right. That's right. That's right. <laughs> that's going to do it for us. If you're a kid that's being bullied, you go out there and be yourself unless you have Kate Goslin hair because nobody can tell you <laughs> that you're doing it wrong. Right, Don? That's right. You be you unless you're a terrible person. And before tomorrow, if you could please change, that'd be great. Thanks. See you tomorrow. See you tomorrow. Okay.